Did you know that when I fart, I fart really loud? Kinda sounds like a firecracker hovering above the ground. This is Alex Sturgeon with the Hobbytown Hobbyplex here for another fine edition of the Hobbyplex Show podcast. This time we get to talk about the end of the Summer Series Finals. With me as always, Will Brinton. And uh, he's our fabulous co-host and fourth place finisher in two-wheel drive modified this year at our big Summer Series. Yeah. Wee. What do you have there in front of you? Bubbly? Oh, yeah, I'm drinking well. What flavor is the bubbly? This is grapefruit. Bubbly. Sparkling. Uh, this is the new uh, V74.1. That's the kit that it's coming with? Or the box? Yeah, this is the box. Okay, somebody at Associated Marketing Team needs to get slapped in the back of the head. Ugh! They have to put a picture of the car on the box. Yeah, I noticed that too. That is a huge, huge annoying thing of mine. When, when TLR did that with the 22s, and they didn't have a picture of the car on the box unless you turned it to the side mm-hmm. or whatever. You had to really look for it. Yeah. That's super annoying because customers come in who might not know what that is and they don't know what it is. So a lot of times they don't even ask. Yeah. But I've had plenty. I've had a customers. What's a 22? And you have to explain to them what it is instead of just looking at the box and going, well, that's a two wheel drive buggy. Yeah. Two configurations. So that's a little annoying. But other than that, yeah, it's it's pretty cool looking. Do you know what I always think of whenever I see that bubbly uh, drink? No. Is it Michael Buble? You mean bubbly. The singer? Oh. Is that his first name? Didn't he do a... Yeah, didn't he do a... a an ad an form ad or something? For I thought so. Something like that. Well, uh, hey, so this show is uh, sponsored as usual by PivotLending.com or Pivot Lending Group, which you can find at PivotLending.com. And uh, if you're in the market for a new home or a uh, want to maybe think about refinancing your home, getting a better rate or whatever, make sure you give them a call. And then when you do, mention the Hobbyplex show to either Aiden Olson's dad, David Olson, or uh, Don Zoller, and you can get $500 lender credit or 0.125 off of your interest rate, which always uh, sounds great. I think one of these days, we might, we might refinance again. Gary did it once. Gretchen, I think, has refinanced her home twice. To get us better mm-hmm. interest rates. Yeah. We lived in our house since 2007. I think twice. So that's good. Yeah. But next time we'll use Pivot. So uh, hold on. I'm going to open up a Kickstart now because it's cold and I'm thirsty. So hang on a second. <sighs> hold on. Hey, pass me a kickstart. I really should quit those. I'm sure it's not good for me. Ah, it can't be good for me. No. Tastes good, though. Does taste good. All right, so we got to talk about Summer, summer series. series. Team Associated 2020 Summer Series at the Plex. We had 162 entries this time. 
That's about average this year. I actually went back and I looked and there was one round. I think it was round two where we had one like 54. Other than that, we've had over 160 every time. Really? Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. So I went back and I looked last year. We definitely had a better turnout this year than last year. And then the year before that, we've actually we actually ended up with a better turnout. But I think in 2016, we had a few because it was pre-nationals. We tried to do our summer series before the Nats. And I think the last two rounds, we had closer over 200 entries. So it's been a while since we've had, you know, we had what, 197 and 191 or something like that. It was crazy. So what, what did you think about Saturday? Saturday had a really positive feel to it, didn't it? I think so. I think the, the the one before it was more positive for me, but yeah, you were thrashing on your car, weren't you? Yeah, um, I I had to, my car didn't feel right in practice, so when I got home, I was up till like two in the morning. I just took my car down to the plate and checked all the hinge pins and polished them all, and made sure I didn't have a bent ball stud, and then I. Uh, uh, threw a new diff in my car, new drivetrain, and rebuilt my shocks again. And I put, I just rebuilt my shocks. I put new shock shafts in it. I actually took them out and I put the old ones back in. It's just like a head thing, probably. But yeah, I, I just like questioned it, it. So I was like, it was working with those. So I'm putting that back in. My car was really good. Um, I think I screwed up my tires though. I mounted them on Tuesday and sauced them and like heated them and stuff. And I threw them in a bag and like they, they like stretched out really bad. Right. I mean, not terribly, but I mean, enough that I noticed like I didn't have a direct feeling car. You could really feel it in like the transitions, like the car would like light a little bit and then like settle in. And um, I had a newer set. I mounted two sets of tires and did that same thing to them. And um, in the main, I had my newer set on. And I could, at the beginning of the main, I was like, you know, couldn't do anything wrong. And then um, towards the middle, the right minute main, um, I noticed a little bit or noticed the change. So, and I pulled them off. Then I pulled off it or after the races or I look at my tires. They looked exactly like my other ones that kind of had a, it wasn't an air gap but it was like the carpet is just too soft yeah anyway won't do that again <laughs> i finally got emerson out there on a friday to practice you know my intention was to i had a lot to do i had to get the award set up i did that actually thursday night save myself some time and then i had to get all the door price stuff gathered together and i had to get the goodie bags all made up get the computer set up and then i usually take entries about seven and you know do that till about eight and then the rest of the time it just kind of when I'm there to practice, you know, I, I work on my stuff and run usually one more time in between that area. And cause I, I didn't have to run. Um, I didn't, but I did want to focus on Emerson. So I brought him out. He drove a few times and then he went home at about seven. Still though, even that little bit of practice, I think helped cause he did, he did do better on Saturday. Oh yeah. No, he was flying. He sees more time on the track to, to eliminate mistakes. Yeah. You know, he sees the practice more. He has a speed. I looked at his lap times, dude. He did uh, three twenty-two flats back to back towards the end of that B main, and that's that's pretty fast. So 
I was excited for him, but I really wanted him to make an A main this year. But the competition in mod two wheel is just so brutal. I mean, you got to be, you got to have really, really, really good qualifiers. So. Yep. You got to have clean runs and um, they have to be fast, clean runs. You have to be very consistent and I mean, consistently on pace and uh, you can't make any mistakes. And he just still makes too many of them this year. Oh, well. We're gonna we're gonna probably drive a few more times on Friday to get ready for this Masters of Dirt race we're going to coming up here. That's good. So we got Friday Family Friday Off Road is back for five straight weeks starting this Friday, and then we have Carpet Off Road starting on Saturday. And there's uh, I think it's three weeks on. We're not racing Halloween, and then there's one more week after that before we uh, have the Techno Series in its first round. So there's a month. So I get a month of kind of not relaxation, but at least a month of just not as much stuff to do, which is nice. Mm -hmm. I say that, but then I got to build the track every Friday for carpet. (laughs) So, you know, whatever. But yeah, I think Friday nights are really going to pick up now. I think it's, it's kind of officially fall for us. And that's usually when uh, family Friday off-road really picks up. And, and of course I'm not too worried about carpet either. I think it's going to be fine. So we had 165 entries this weekend. We uh, got through the day pretty quick. And then, of course, we gave away all the awards. And uh, we gave away a kit for each class, courtesy of Team Associated. And then we uh, got our pictures all done. And everybody kind of kind of filtered out of the Plex one last time for this summer. And we got to hang out afterwards and kind of bullcrap for a little. <laughs> yeah. No, it was great. I had a great time. The winner is so thirteen five four wheel drive was once again our biggest class. Yeah, and it had a D main, and uh, we take two. So we top eight make the main, and then we take two bump ups. So from the D main, you had Tyler Brinkerhoff and Nate Hogan Miller uh, move up to the C main, and then the C main had Jake Wilkening uh, take that one, and Tyler Brinkerhoff from the bump spot from the D main. Finished second, so he got up to the B main. And then, if you look at the B main, the run finally ended there for Tyler. He finished seventh. It was uh, Trevor Paul with the Serpent and Chance Rolk making the A main from the B for a four-wheel drive. Nice. Very competitive field all the way through, but especially in this B B main. There are some guys that are usually in the A main that were in the B main. And... uh, 13.5 13.5 four-wheel drive was one of the more contentious classes. There, it's, it had to come down to the last to the last week or the last round. And uh, we'll get to that here in a second. So all the guys that were players for the championship all made the main and uh, made for a pretty uh, entertaining race overall. In the two-wheel drive mod buggy C main, Bradley Peterson won that one to move up. And then my friend, Tom Smith, Old school Omaha racer. So Tommy was a very fast young kid. He was kind of Omaha's version in the 90s and the early 2000s of, say, um, I, would, I would put him on the level at that time of like Alex Vanderbeek and Tom Rinderneck. Oh, really? I, I yeah, he's a, he's a couple of years younger than I am. And uh, he would just destroy all of us usually. I remember back then being very intimidated by him. Really. Oh, really? Because <laughs> he was so fast. So he was the one that everybody was always shooting for to be faster than. It was that way for a while. 
I believe he made the A main at the 1996. Oh God, I can't remember the guy's first name, but the not the not the Stock Nats. Maybe he did make the main at the Stock Nats. Honestly, don't remember back then. But there was another race after that that was a benefit race, Galt something, and I know he made the A main then and was very competitive. And uh, but even I mean even after that regionals all that stuff he was really really fast. And then of course you know he kind of grew up and kind of got out of it for a little bit. And then last year, him and his family kind of came by and and it was kind of in the middle of carpet season. And uh, you know I showed him around. I'm like, dude, this is the best we've ever had at Omaha, you know. Ever. I mean, you remember what it was like. This isn't even, you know, back then it's not even close to what we have now. And, uh, oh, yeah. He, uh, he came for the last round of the summer series to check stuff up. And then he finally came into the Plex and got everything he needed to race mod buggy, mod two wheel. And he got his daughter a slash and, uh, his brother and his kids got, got slashes. And he said he was going to be here for the, for the final round to race mod buggy. And here he is finishing second in the C main. You know, those of us that knew him, you know, we're watching him. I, I watched his practice while I was, you know, signing people up and uh, I watched him practice out there. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> he looks pretty good. <laughs> like, it's just yeah. like riding a bike, you know? <laughs> so if you go up to the, uh, to the B main, Rico came out, Chad Karstens, and uh, he ended up being BQ and winning the B main, Mitchell. Pavel qualified second in the B main, and that's where he finished. And then hot on their heels, Owen Vanderbeek was close to him the whole time. And then Emerson Sturgeon crashed early and drove fairly hard, finished just in front of uh, Tony Leatherman for fifth. Ken Peterson was sixth. Bradley was seventh. James Nelson was eighth. Brian Burnt was ninth. And then Tommy finished 10th. Tom said that he really enjoyed himself and he's, he's ready to go. So that's going to be a lot of fun having him around again. Yeah. Is he going to do carpet? I'm not, I'm not sure. I think he's going to come out on Fridays. Yeah. Cause I think, I think their plan is to have is, is to race on Fridays and then have, um, their kids race in, uh, you know, the Plex bet class. So to be honest with you, I'll probably race Fridays too. I got to work, but, uh, but I, what I did last year was, uh, you know, we close at eight. I'll jump down there at eight o'clock, clock out, go down to race and then come back, clock back in and close the drawer and go home. Independent buggy. Had a, uh, a C main. Uh, no, I'm sorry. D main. Almost as many entries as 13.5. And uh, your D main, Ronnie Wint, won the D. And Nick Sneathan finished second. The C main, Caden Peterson and Josh McMullen. They won that to move on to the B. Tyler Fleming and Nate Hogan Miller were your two uh, B main finishers to make those final spots for the A main. Nice. I mean, just so many independent racers and... It's just, it's just a different name for sportsman, right? Yeah. That's all. I just thought it sounded cool when I, back then when I was like, you know what, let's call it independent because you are, you're just an independent racer. You don't have any sponsors. You're the core, you know, reason why RC exists more than anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mod four wheel drive had a B main, Dane Gangler and Grady Ashton won that one. There was only 12 cars, but I didn't feel like putting 12 in, in the main together. I, th- I feel like that's too much. Right. No, you're, you're correct there, especially for four wheel. Cause you'd have such a big difference in skill. It's not nothing against the guys that would be towards the middle or back, but the guys that are up front, I mean, they're, 
you know, it's going to be lapping you a couple of times in eight minutes. I feel like Tom and Alex would be coming up so quickly behind everybody. If, if there was too many cars out there that it wouldn't be fun for anybody. Yeah. And a lot of it is, is just like some guys just aren't used to that closing yeah. rate to get out of yep. the way. It's like the lady that moved the stroller in front of me when I was closing up her behind her on the, on the trail and, uh, made me, made me yeah. and ruined me. That's, uh, you know, <laughs> it's like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Expert. Had a C main and uh, the C main is most of the guys that also ran independent buggy. So you'd have guys that ran independent and expert just to get more track time. Jackson Anderson did not have a great day in qualifying in expert. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know. So he uh, won, won the C and uh, Jerry Doherty uh, was right there behind him. If you go up to the, uh, to the B main, it was uh, Dustin Hosick and Chance Rolk. That got up to the A main and they had Brian Jackson, Troy Easton, Tyler, Nate, Nick, Jerry Doherty all behind him. Stadium truck had a B main. And this was another one where I just, I didn't feel like putting all 12 of them together, especially in truck, but Derek Noonan and TJ Williams made the A and that pretty much locked TJ in as getting a top 10. So that was, that was nice. nice. Yeah. He deserved it. He's been him and his, him and Andy have been really working hard. Yeah, no, they have. I, uh, uh, if I won a kid, I was going to give it. Oh, to really? Him. But yeah, I didn't win one. I mean, you know, they're they're part of the core group of guys yeah, now. No doubt. You know, they they show up every week and uh, help out, corner marshal, hand out stuff. TJ and Andy, they're uh, they're regulars. Yeah. You know, they're part of the part of the crew. Well, and TJ, TJ really, I see that spark in 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 people who are in this for the long haul. It seems like he's got that spark, which is nice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, now we move on to the A mains. We'll we'll do the results and then we'll talk about points when this is all over. So Plexbeck had Jana Peevler already locking up the championship last month. So she ran independent buggy, and uh, she's also no longer allowed to race Plexbeck. <laughs> that's that's our rule. If you win Plexbeck at the summer series, no more Plexbeck for you. You got to move up. Nice. So Brady Papanow who's kind of kind of been in that second spot all year, won this one. And then Grayson Stevie moved up from his third place podium last month to second place in this one. And then Daniel Bender finished third. And I think uh, this might be the last race with his uh, slash four by four. Because oh. he's got a he's got okay. a brand new B74. Nice. And he bought it himself with uh, lawn mowing money. And he got it from, I believe David Peevler sold it to him and Rod and Rod nice. Case helped him out too with some stuff. But uh, Daniel's another one of those kids who uh, there's a spark in him that, that he has. And uh, he's doing a lot of stuff on his own too. A lot of um, all the building and so you should see his short, his uh, slash. It's like always clean. And like mm-hmm. he goes over and checks the right height and has a camber gauge and he's always checking camber and, all that stuff. It's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. How old is he? Oh, he's got to be 11, 11 or 12. I don't think he's any older than that. That's the yeah. age. Yeah. That's where you get hooked. Uh, Josh Ryan finished fourth. Grant Noonan fifth. Eli Vanderbeek finished sixth. Sawyer Haley seventh. Riker Haley finished eighth. And Dan Noonan finished ninth. All nine of these plexers uh, got awards at the end of the year. So that was good. Mm-hmm. 
the 13.5 short course. So we talked about how, you know, there was a big time drop off in this class. We probably won't have it next year um, for the summer series. I think I'm going to keep it for the, the spring race. Don't let me forget about talking about that for next year, but I'll, I'll probably keep short course on for that just because, but I think this, I think for as far as summer series goes, it's, it's kaput. Yeah. So that's fine for the last race of the year for, uh, for SET Tyler Fleming took the win. Tyler's truck was fast. Like he, he, he chased these guys down. Clint Coburn was second. Jake Wilkening third, Alex Eklund fourth, Ashley McCormick was fifth and Andy Lachance finished sixth. He was not happy with his truck. He pulled it off early. His truck looked like it. Uh, yeah. His truck looked like more of a of a non turning brick than most short course trucks usually are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it didn't look great. It looked, it looked really tough to drive. I mean, short course trucks in general don't look that great to begin with, but when they really don't work, then you're just like, huh? Look at that thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. Short course guys, look, I, I joke about it, but I only half mean it. Yeah, you mean it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Mod four-wheel drive, so you know how I like to put the fast guys up there right away, just did knock one out. So Tom Rinternacht already won this uh, class uh, last month, but, or last, well, I say last month, but it was really like three weeks ago. But he ran it one more time anyways, and uh, he ended up uh, not TQing, but he did win. Aiden Olson qualified second and uh, finished second. So he split the Des Moines defense. Yeah. <laughs> Omaha has struggled sometimes to, to produce young, fast racers that can keep up with some of these Des Moines kids for a while. It's, it's been a while, you know? And so now that we have Aiden and uh, as long as Jackson sticks with it, I kind of see that him doing better. And TJ and and kids like Daniel Bender and stuff. I think I think they've got potential to kind of get to that point yeah. if they want to stick with it, you know. And I think Aiden Olson is a Aiden is the product of what we do at the Hobbyplex. If you really look at it, so is Mitchell in that regard too. You start out in Plexpec, and you do really well in Plexpec, and then you move out of Plexpec and you go into the stock buggy middle class area right? Like, like independent buggy or, or just a stock buggy at the time you start doing really well in that. And then you move on to mod and you kind of, kind of go mid pack for a little while and, and towards the bottom. And then you get better and better and better until finally here you are, you're able to produce the speed and consistency to keep up with a Tom and an Alex. That's what my whole plan has always been. I think a lot of race scenes and a lot of tracks fail because they cannot get the younger new people into it and sustain it for long periods of time. Right. No, I can see that. So that's why we have a beginner class like Plex spec. Um, that's very popular. Even if you, if you get 40 plexers on a Friday night and 10% of those guys move on and get a, you know, stock buggy or whatever. Well, I mean, that's, that's four people, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. If you don't have a beginner class, you lose that. You don't get that at all. You just, you're just stuck with the same people and maybe their kids only and not new people. So I think Mitchell's kind of the same way he's been around forever, but he started out, you know, racing a short course truck 
you know, in Plexbeck a long, 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 long time ago. Yeah, this is like the first time we've had like a deep field in mod two wheel and Mitchell's made the main two uh, summer series rounds in a row. Yeah. So, I mean, Mitchell's definitely improving. And, you know, I don't know how much Mitchell looks at or works on his stuff, but I mean, like when I, when I look at his stuff, I mean, like he's running like old hand-me-down tires and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, if if he's doing that with that stuff, I mean, imagine if he had like a car like mine, you know. Yeah. What he could do with it. Yeah. And that's kind of what I look at. Like, like, you know, it's, I'm sure everybody that listens to the show or uh, knows that I help out Jackson quite a bit and uh, Jackson just really cares and he tries hard and he doesn't really have a lot of stuff. And, uh, you know, I try to help him out as much as I can and work on his car, make sure he has a good car, you know, and, and it shows like he did, uh, I mean, I feel like he did pretty well. I mean, this is his first summer series uh, on dirt. Yeah. He pretty much just started racing on carpet. Yep. Yep. Last uh, last season. So, you know, you stick with it and you could do really well. Alex Vanderbeek finished third in this one. It didn't really affect the overall order of things. Um, Derek Wood TQ'd though. So you had two Omaha guys, Derek and Aiden, out qualifying Alex and Tom for, for this round, yeah. which is which is pretty awesome. Like we need that. <laughs> well, and Alex and Tom also go to a lot of bigger races too. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think that has a lot to do with it. And Tom more than Alex even. Right. Oh, definitely. Tom's able to go to more, a lot more stuff than Alex is. Yeah. Oh, that's sure. Alex is a little bit older than Tom and kind of has right now the real world almost kicking down his door. You know, he's got, mm-hmm. a, he's got a job, he's got to work, you know, that sort of thing. So. Yeah. Drew Ribbon King. Speaking of uh, fast Des Moines kids, did pretty well. Again, finished fifth. Mitchell finished sixth. Ethan Delaire, four-wheel drive was just not his bag this year. He just he just had rough mains, could never really get up there. Yeah. Qualified fifth, but finished seventh. Dane Gangler finished eighth. And then Philip and Grady, Philip Hoke and uh, Grady Ashton both uh, made the main. And uh, we'll talk about points, but those two, those two were the only one out of the entire season to have crazy tie. Yeah. And they never made a podium. There was no third tiebreaker between them. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah, they had the exact same scores all the way across the board. It's just alternate weeks. It's really funny. Yeah. So we'll get to that here in a little bit. Stadium truck. This was another one that had to come down to the last one. It was between Drew and Nate. They had a huge lead on everybody else. Drew Rubin King struck early, got the TQ. So that made it way harder for Nate. Nate would have had to have Drew finish uh, i believe fourth nate would have had to win and 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 drew would have had to finish fourth with which i'm not saying the other guys in this class are didn't have that capability but you know drew and nate are kind of on a different level altogether that's why they were so far ahead in points so it's gonna be Mm -hmm. really hard to have that happen so nate finished second chance rolk finished third ashley mccormick actually qualified second finished fourth so he had a really good qualifying effort just got a little unlucky in the main. Brian Cox finished fifth. Justin Stevie had a good run, finished in sixth. Clint Coburn uh, finished seventh. Alex Eklund, who hasn't raced at the Plex, I think, in like two years, maybe more, finished eighth. He came out. TJ finished ninth, and Derek Noonan finished tenth. Stadium truck was pretty exciting for a little bit. Uh, it's one of those mains I think I stuck on uh, on YouTube. And uh, again, Nate was close. It just 
just he had just a little bit of rough luck uh, in those middle rounds in that one uh, and, and the lead. Once 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 Drew got that TQ, I wouldn't say it was over, but it was really I mean, it would have really been tough. Yeah. 14 over mod. So he had uh, Kyle Gannon winning this one. So Kyle and Mac were pretty close in points. We'll talk about this. Maybe we'll talk about this later, but uh, the way it worked out, Mac definitely helped himself out. He qualified first, finished second. He didn't even have to finish third, I, I think, to, to take, the, take the second place spot. Rico came out, like I said, and uh, qualified third, finished third. Brian Burnt, I think he had his best finish of the year, finishing fourth. Yeah. Chad Rubenking was fifth. Tony Leatherman was sixth. Brian Cox was seventh. Grady Ashton, ninth. Eighth. Kurt Benson was ninth. Phil Palmer was 10th and Rob Connor was 11th. Neither one of them started the main. It looks like I think they're running their stock buggies in this class oh. just, just for extra track time. So, yeah. And then expert two wheel drive. So this was another one that had to come down to the last round. Bradley Peterson pretty much put a fork in it, getting the TQ in the win. Nate Sutherland finished second last round because of the, yeah, I think he finished towards the bottom. I mean, he would have had to have, Bradley and Ken Peterson both have horrible rounds and that didn't happen because Ken Peterson finished yeah. third. Trevor Paul finished fourth, Orlando fifth, David Peeler was sixth, Chance Roke was seventh, Dustin Hosick with the, was eighth, McCormick, Ashley was uh, ninth, Andy LaChance finished 10th. Mod two-wheel drive. So whew, this one was tense, like intense. So Alex Vanderbeek, Bless his heart, has never won two wheel drive mod summer series. Oh, really? He never. He always got the crappy tie break or, you know, it just didn't go his way. Last year, I'm pretty sure it was Mason Fuller that won uh, two wheel drive, if I'm not mistaken. And I think the year before that, it was Rennernecht. The year before that, it might have been Mason again. I think Mason, I think they, they split it because in 2016, it was me. Mm-hmm. So. That was the last year I was officially fast. It was 2016. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, in 16, he and I were tied and I had a better tiebreaker because he couldn't be there for one round. Mm. You know, that was that one that the, the, the Nat season where, where guys were coming from way out of town, you know, to, to practice for the Nats and stuff. Yeah. Um, I know it was Titans 2017. Between him and Mason, I know it was tight between him and Tom. And then Mason, I think last year kind of walked it, you know. So Tom went into this with a two-point lead, but had a broken spur gear in round three. Mm-hmm. That gave him a 91 or some some really low score. And Alex's scores were all podiums, mostly seconds, first and seconds, and a, and a couple TQs. Yeah. So in round one, Tom set the TQ. But then in round two, Alex came back and took the TQ. So there's one point. So now all Alex had to do basically was finish in front of Tom, no matter what, no matter what position they were in, as long as he finished ahead of Tom, that extra TQ point was going to be the difference. So uh, the race started out with Alex leading. Alex made a bobble. Tom got around. And then with like a minute left to go, Tom made a bobble. Alex got back around. But they never really were more than, say, three feet apart the whole race, eight minutes. And they were just mm-hmm. there. I know you were running mostly in fourth and fifth for, for most of the race until the end where you were locked in that fourth spot. So what's really cool about this is, is 
most of you guys finished on the same lap. I think most of the race, you guys were all pretty close. Yeah. And then, you know, eventually the, the, I think Tom and Alex both got the extra lap to get that 23rd lap, but I don't think they ever actually passed you guys. I think, I know they lapped, I think maybe up to sixth or fifth place. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I've been lapped this year. Yeah. They were, they were doing a really good pace though. Their, their lap times were pretty oh, fast. Yeah. Um, and they mm-hmm. were, they were, man, they were right on each other. So it was very, very intense main. What's really cool about this one was everybody in the building was watching this race. Yeah. There wasn't anybody inside in the pits. Mm-hmm. Everybody was out there. So Alex ended up winning. Tom got second. Ethan Delaire. So there was a battle for third overall for the series between you, Ethan, Aiden, Alberico, who didn't who didn't make this one, and Derek Wood. Ethan Delaire qualified fourth. I think that's his qual- his highest qualifying effort, and then ended up taking uh, that third spot. And to be honest with you, it wasn't really even close. I think he had, uh, he had looks like seven seconds over you. I think you, you were behind him early. I watched a video. Yeah. I was saying that earlier where my tires kind of fell off. Yeah. And then it just kind of everybody, you know, behind Tom and Will just, or, uh, Alex and Tom just kind of, kind of almost maintain their position at that point. Yeah. You know, and Kyle and I were racing quite a bit too. And that let Ethan get away a little bit. Yeah. So you finished fourth. Drew Rubin King was fifth. Uh, he was also in that that battle, that points battle. Really, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, there was I think there was five of you that could have had third place. Then Rico was in there from the bump spot. He ended up moving all the way up to six. Aiden Olson qualified seventh, finished there. Derek just as mains just did not go well for him. Finished eighth. Kyle Gannon was ninth, and Mitchell Pavel was tenth. This one's on YouTube. Uh, you can watch it. You can see how close Tom and Alex were. And that's really the race, you know, to watch. There was some good battles behind them, but I mean, let's face it. I mean, this was for the, the overall win six months of racing coming down to eight minutes, you know? Yeah, exactly. Mini Truggy, Aiden Olson was, uh, loaned out a mini Truggy. So he didn't have the Munchkin truck and, uh, he killed everybody qualified first finished there. Dan Gangler, who had this lock one locked up last round, finished second. Matt Robinson was third. Dan fourth. Uh, Stevens. Chad Erden was fifth. Jake Poteet was sixth. Bryson Pobble seventh. Tyler Fleming was eighth. And Nate Hogan Miller was ninth. I really want to get one of these. Yeah, you too. I was, I was watching. I was like, man, man, I need one. I know. One day, maybe next spring, I'll have one. If, if somebody else doesn't yeah. come out with one, I'll just, I'll get the techno. Yeah. I flirted with the idea of, of getting an x-ray, but. Uh, Nobody has one. I know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. So 13, five wheeler. So this was another intense race. Cause it was going to come down to the, to the last race, the last main Kyle Gannon ended up winning this one. So 13, five wheeler has had Ryan Harris, me, Dalton Myers and uh, what's his name? Butters. Can't remember his name now. I don't know his real name. <laughs> and now Kyle Gannon. So 13 Five Wheeler has had at least five different, I wouldn't call them ringers because Nate and those guys are fast, but but just people throwing a monkey wrench into the points battle. Yeah. You know, exactly. what, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, mm-hmm. so Nate had the TQ though. So he got himself a point. So. Nate Owen had 
it's kind of the same situation as as Rinderknecht and uh, and Alex Vanderbeek. Owen had a one point lead. Basically, all he had to really do was finish in front of Nate. But if there was a tie, Owen would have the better tie break because Nate was on vacation earlier and missed a round. Yeah. So the whole time I'm announcing this thing, I'm thinking to myself, well, as long as Owen finishes right behind Nate, they'll only be one point apart or yeah, one position apart. So the tie would still go to Owen. But this is why I, I hate doing math real time, even though it's simple math. Not my strongest subject in school, because clearly I'm not an engineer. Attention, Hobbyplex podcast listeners. This is a friendly reminder that host Alex Sturgeon is not an engineer. Thank you. In my head, I was thinking, well, if Nate finished first and Owen finished second, that would be two points difference and Owen would still have the win. I was kept saying that during the race. And Owen with a third is actually 98 points. So there was going to be a three point difference. Oh, uh, so Bummer. I'm an idiot, <laughs> basically. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Nate Sutherland uh, finished second. Owen finished third. Ken Peterson was fourth. Bradley Peterson, fifth. Nick Pavel was sixth. Orlando Martinez was seventh. Trevor Paul was eighth. Ruben King was ninth. And Chance Rolk was 10th. Really, the only one out of this final round that I feel like we're missing in this was David Peevler not making the A this time around. Yeah. I mean, you look at the names on the sheet and you're like, well, these are all the guys that have made the A main consistently all year long, you know? Mm -hmm. In the end, it really didn't hurt David's points that much, but uh, still, it's just one of those things. So independent buggy, our final uh, main before we we'll talk about points here in a little bit. But Tyler Brinkerhoff took the win in this one. Jake Wilkening was second. Justin Seabee was third. Clint Coburn was fourth. Nate Hogan Miller was fifth. Jackson Anderson was your TQ and fell all the way back to sixth. Tyler was seventh. Brent Riley was eighth. Andy Lachance was ninth. And Easton McCormick, who's had really good runs, finished 10th. And I talked to them afterwards and they said that their tires just did not like the, uh, did not like the track Saturday. Yeah. So that's your final A main. We had uh, we had 22 races to get through. We started at 11. We made two hours and 40 minutes in round one, two hours and 45 minutes in round two. And then uh, with the mains, we were done racing by 8.30. So we killed it. Yeah, definitely. All right, we're going to get to points. But uh, first, we should probably take a moment to listen to our our big sponsor, Pivot Lending Group. It's either Don Zoller, David Olson, or both. And now, a word from our sponsors. Yeah! This is a Pivot Lending Update with David Olson and Don Zoller. Get some. Okay, this is uh, David Olson with Pivot Lending, and I'm here with... Don Zoller. Also with Pivot Lending here in Omaha and supports our Nebraska operations, Iowa operations. So with the tax law changes, I want to kind of get into writing off interest on your mortgage. I know for years and years and years that was appealing and probably uh, had most folks gravitating towards a home purchase was picking up the write-off on your Schedule A for the interest. Uh, In 2000, 
18 that changed to a higher general deduction. You can still write your interest off, but they took away the non-reimbursed business expense piece in the Schedule A. So it's tougher to, uh, as a joint couple, and Stacey, my wife and I fall into this, um, without the non-reimbursed business expenses, we're better off taking the 24400 as a joint couple. So we're no longer writing off our mortgage interest. So uh, we're looking for ways to have the highest possible return on investment for somebody that's a homeowner or thinking about homeowning. I know just kind of watching the market shift around with rates, uh, you know, 15 year rates being in the twos now, 26 years, I've never seen this. And I, I think besides your standard purchase transaction and your standard refinance transaction of just dropping a, you know, potentially 30 year into another 30 year with a lower rate and throwing out the idea of writing off. Your mortgage interest because you're taking the standard deduction single is eighteen thousand three fifty. Let's talk about a few benefits. So, and, and Don, I'll let you kind of kick off the possibility of somebody refinancing out of a higher termed note. So, let's just say if you're you're on a 20, 25 year, 27, 30 year mortgage right now, is it possible to get down to that fifteen range? And with the same payment, using that two and a half, two seven five, two eight seven five interest rate. Well, obviously, like you said, Dave, um, in the past, the idea was to keep that mortgage so that you have that interest write off on your taxes, since that's not really applicable anymore for most people with the, the higher deductions. The idea now is to go ahead and get that mortgage paid off as quickly as possible, so that you get to the point where you can retire and not right. have a house payment. Rates are ridiculously low right now. Obviously, if you're in a 30 year, you can a lot of times go to a 15 year right now, pay it off that much faster. And you're looking at pretty close to the same payment as you're paying right now on a 30 year. So a lot of people in a 30 year are in the fours or high threes. You can get down in two, two and a half, 2.625 on a 15 year. And you're not really changing your payment a whole lot but you're knocking about 15 years off the life of your loans. And is it safe to say the higher the balance on the mortgage, the more sense it makes to even look at this just because Absolutely. of yeah, the interest has such a larger impact. So for example, if you had a $50,000 mortgage or a $300,000 mortgage, you're going to see a significant advantage on that 300,000 just based on the, the amount you're paying on a monthly payment on that higher amount. And if you don't think you can pull off the 15 year, you can drop to a 22. The 20 rates are great too. So. Yeah, yeah, totally. So the play is to, uh, for, for most of us and not all of us, but most of us are taking the standard deduction. Now there's the, you know, single is 18,350 and joint is 24,400, uh, in lieu of the interest write off. So the idea is to try to get your, your loan down into that 15 year payoff range. Don can run any type or multiple scenarios for anybody that's listening. Uh, no obligation as far as credit pulls or application. Just give Don a call. My phone number is 402-715-9082. Those out there want to pay their mortgage off a little bit quicker, make sure you give Don a call, y'all. David Olson, NMLS 16099. Don Zoller, NMLS 277589. Pivot Lending, NMLS 109995.
return you now to your regularly scheduled program. All right. Let's get into the points. This is what this is what we came for. We're going to talk about how the points went down this year. So we're going to talk about 13.5 four-wheel drive. So 13.5 four-wheel drive, it was pretty spread out in the top 10 until you get to the leaders. So I talked about this a few times during the races, but basically like everybody had a bad round. At least one bad round. Everybody did. Not There wasn't just somebody at the top the whole time. Everybody had a bad round at least once. So 10th was uh, Dustin Hosick. Finished with 452. Orlando Martinez finished ninth with 456. Nick Pavel finished eighth with 463. David Peevler was seventh with 467. Chance Rolk was sixth with 469. Chad Rubenking was fifth with 475. Bradley Peterson had 478 and fourth. Ken Peterson with 483 in third. And then here's what I'm talking about Owen Vanderbeek, 492 points. Nate Sutherland, 493. Yeah. Oh. So, Owen steadily improved, though. I mean, most of the, like he finished, he got a TQ in a second in round two, but then he had a third, a fourth, and then a win, and then a third. Yeah. Where Nate had a, a win, a win, a TQ and a win, and then that 92 really hurt him. That's what that's what had Owen in the lead and then and then another win. So, you know, Nate probably could have locked this thing up, not locked it up, but made it really, really hard for anybody else to even have a chance at it if he would have finished higher in round five. But he didn't. Yeah, and that's kind of what caused, you know, not the I wouldn't call it bad drama, but race drama, you know, had to come down to yeah. last race. So there was a good season. In the end, we had twenty six eligible 13-5 four-wheel drives for the grand prize drawing. So we had 26 people that made five out of six rounds. And Derek Noonan won the new four-wheel drive that you're working on right now. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. There's some years where our summer series and techno series giveaways go to people who don't necessarily need it. Right. And then there's years where almost everybody who gets a car, you know that they're actually going to build the car. And drive it. Yeah. You know? That's what it's for. Yeah. I have never won anything at a race, like a big prize. I've never won like a kit or a car or uh, like a badass charger or a radio. I'm sorry. Yeah. You should be. I won a Techno 410 once at the Hobby Haven race. Yeah. Dude. Okay. So there's this year. Have you ever told you this story? Uh-uh. Do you have time for stories? Yeah, yeah, of course. The first year I went to the Hobby Haven race, it got rained out, and we went to the electric pit and raced there. But we did do all the giveaways at the race, the like on Saturday or something like that. So everybody won something. Like Chili Duncan did a super great job getting all these awesome prizes. And this is just my luck. I'm not complaining. It's just a funny story. It's coming down to the last three giveaway prizes. There's a Futaba 4PK, some really cool dynamite charger that would charge like four batteries at a million amps at the same time. There's And there's the prize that I won. So (laughs) 
Kevin Kevin Lee Sack, and I didn't even see my the, what I got on the table. Kevin Lee Sack won the four PK. I think no, he won the Charger. I won my prize, and the last person won the the radio. I can't remember who won the radio. My prize was a gift certificate, not not even the item, uh, a gift certificate for a free outerwear's free filter um like mesh <laughs> thing to go over a Baja 5B. <laughs> that was the closest I've ever come to winning a cool prize, and that's what I Oh, brutal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just really funny. Like, <laughs> do you remember that year, that short course shootout where Emerson won something very early, and basically the the way that Scotty did it was, uh, you had this huge table, and we'd spend like an hour pulling out numbers and stuff. Yeah. And the earlier you got, the earlier you know you got to choose anything on the table, whether it was a like a a trinket oh, or yeah. like a, or like a kit. And Emerson mm-hmm. was like second. And he goes over there and instead of getting something expensive and cool, he grabs like a T-Max plush doll. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. I was that like, was kiddo, so come on, dude. And that's what you wanted. And you're, you're standing there like, nope, that's what he that's what he. That, nope, nope. I know. I was like, mm-hmm. that's, that's yep. what he wanted. That's what he said he wanted. So that's what he's going to get. Whatever. Mm-hmm. The next year, though, he did win a 22 buggy. So we'll go. That's fine. Did he really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I felt kind of bad because I was a full ride. Team Losi driver at that point, and I was like, "Am I supposed to say no?" Because technically, yeah. Emerson won it. I didn't. So, yeah, and you have to think like if you took that away from him, he would have thought. That oh, he would have crushed. You don't know. Oh well. Uh, uh. Well, maybe next year I'll rig it for you. How's that? No, don't, don't say that. I I was I was very prepared. I even picked out the kid that I was going to give my kid away oh, to yeah. if I was if I want a kid. I'm so uh, on the level with with the giveaway stuff that I try mm-hmm. to show everybody how I do it. So there's no yeah you know there's no finger pointing. Hey, you're not you know I it's all random. Everything is random. Yeah. I, I'm to the point where I've never won anything like that, uh, that I just assume my name's not in the hat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I know it's in there. I just think it's funny to say. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny thing to say. Uh, okay. 13.5 uh, short course truck. Uh, so Ashton McCormick actually won this last round. Uh, he, had, he had it locked up. Clint Coburn finished second. Tyler Fleming third. Jake Wilkening was fourth. And uh, Andy Lachance was fifth. There was a tie between Jake and Andy. Uh, both Andy and Jake had a had a not there. And then for their second lowest score, they both had 95s. So then I had to go to the podium. And Andy actually had a win back in round four. So he got fourth <laughs> instead of fifth. 13-5 yeah. stadium truck. Derek Noonan just edged out his son by four points to get 10th. And uh, TJ Williams had a, a big lead over, over, over Derek, so finished ninth in his first summer series, full summer series, I should say. Clint Coburn finished eighth. Ashley McCormick was seventh. Justin Stevie was sixth. Brian Cox was fifth. Chance Rolk finished fourth. Uh, Wade Gehring, who was unable to attend the final round, but his points were good enough to keep him in third place. And then, uh, like I said uh, earlier, it was uh, Drew 
taking the win by three points over Nate Sutherland. Nate TQ'd and won the first two rounds. Drew TQ'd and won the last four. So domination there by Ruben King. And the cool thing about this is in 2019, it was Chad Ruben King winning truck. Huh. So father and son going back to back years for, for the truck class. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And there was 11 people eligible in stadium truck, but we had a lot more than that. Usually it was usually about 15 or 16 entries. Mm-hmm. Expert two wheel drive. Brian Cox just edged out. Well, I shouldn't say just, he had a 13 point lead over Jackson Anderson for 10th. Dustin Hosick finished ninth. Trevor Paul was eighth. Chance Rolk was seventh. Orlando Martinez was sixth. David Peeler was, was fifth. Wade Gehring was fourth. And Nate Sutherland was third. Ken Peterson was second. And Bradley Peterson took the overall. He TQ'd and won the final two rounds of expert two-wheel drive. And this one was kind of the same way as four-wheel drive. Everybody here had a bad round. Bradley had a 91. Nate had a knot there. Ken also had a knot there. But Nate also had a 91 alongside his knot there. So in the end... Wasn't really that close. Bradley was four points ahead of Ken and Ken was eight points ahead of Nate. So that one's kind of figured out. So Bradley goes up there. I think he won 13.5 last year. So now he gets a second uh, wall poster for 17.5 buggy, which is kind of neat. I don't know. He joins a long list of uh, fast dudes. I think Derek Wood won stock buggy one year. I know Tom Rinderneck won stock buggy one year. It's kind of hard. Everybody kind of blurs together. Over the course of I know 15 years, but uh, mm. I don't know. It's kind of neat. Oh boy. Uh, 40 and over mod buggy. I won. <laughs> 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 I'm the fastest of the old dudes. There was nine eligible people. All nine guys were there uh, for the last race. Kurt Benson finished ninth. Phil was eighth. Uh, Phil Palmer. Brian Cox was seventh. Brian Burnt was sixth. Tony Leatherman was fifth. It was a Chad Ruben King fourth. Kyle Gannon was third. Mac Vanderbeek was second. And, uh, and I won. I wrapped it up. Almost didn't, but I wrapped it up in round five. And my points went backwards. I TQ'd and won the first three rounds. TQ'd in second. Actually, TQ'd in third in uh, round four. And then I got third in round five, but it was good enough mm-hmm. to not have to run the last one. The interesting thing here was Mac and Kyle. So... Kyle had to either TQ and win and have Mac get third or finish four spots ahead of Mac to, to claim second place. Kyle destroyed everybody in the first round of qualifying. And I was like, "Uh Oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. And then Mac came back and got the TQ and that made it really hard. Yeah. I mean, Mac would have probably had to break. Right. Right. Kyle, uh, he did win the race. But Mac finished second, so it didn't really matter. Yeah. It's kind of cool to get my picture back up on the wall, though. Yeah. It's been a while. I think uh, 2017 or 18 e-buggy. I think it was the last time I won a class. When did you win e-buggy? 18. 18? So it would have been 17 for me, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of neat. I might get another e-buggy. Do it. Do do it, do it, because uh, uh, eventually Emerson's going to have an, another nitro car. 
Yeah. And then you can run the race while I, uh, while I pit for him. Independent stock buggy. So, um, second year of having this class at the summer series, Caden Peterson beat his brother, Jace Peterson by four points to get 10th. Nate Hogan Miller was ninth. Clint Coburn, eighth. Justin Stevie was seventh. Jake Wilkening finished sixth. Andy LeChance finished fifth. Tyler Brinkerhoff finished fourth. Easton McCormick finished third. Jackson Anderson finished second. And Wade Gehring locked this thing up last round. He TQ'd and won the first four rounds and then won the last round. He couldn't show up. He had something else going on. But I mean, you know, basically once you get over 500 points, you're, you're locked in. And I don't do any of that. Yeah. I don't do that goofy, you know, double point stuff or anything like that. It's just, it is yeah, what it, double point Wednesdays. Yeah, yeah. It, it is what it is. <laughs> I mean, it's a point series. Yeah. Everything's the same all the way across the board. You know, mm-hmm. this one really wasn't even close. I mean, Jackson Anderson had 491. Easton had 486. I thought, I thought the Easton and Jackson would have finished a little bit closer, but the Easton had a bad round, bad main, and Jackson had a bad main. So it really wasn't even that close when, when, when everything, everybody was spread out in this one. Yeah. Which is fine. That's sometimes mm-hmm. it happens. There was 24 eligible people for the kit. Wow. Yeah. In, in independent buggy. So who won the kit? Who won the kit? Uh, good question. Did Jackson win that one? Oh yeah, yeah, Jackson. Buggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jackson won a kit. Yeah, I got the pictures in my phone. I can't remember if he won the one for uh, expert, independent, or expert. Yeah, mini truggy. It was uh, Tyler Fleming, uh, eighth. Chet Irwin seventh. Bryce Powell sixth. Jake Poteet was fifth. Dan Stevens was fourth. Matt Robinson third. Aiden Olson finished second. Dan Gangler locked this one up in round five. Really didn't even have to run the last one, but he did anyways because he's got a new TLR conversion. Mm-hmm. And I thought it looked pretty good. There's a bunch of different parts on that thing, though. It's like, a, you know, that Johnny Cash song where he took like, like 40 years to build a Cadillac. Yeah. It, one piece at a time. One piece at a time. That's that's basically what mm-hmm. Gangler's truck is like. I, I thought it's a team velocity uh, mini truggy. Yeah. Kit. Yeah. It kind of it, it kind of is. But he had to buy he had to buy some stuff on his own, I think, or something like that. Like he was oh. missing a bunch of stuff. So he came in and got like associated rear arms and a techno front arms and, and, uh, mm-hmm. somebody else's sway bar components and all that. Mm. But he did, he got it together in time. I wasn't sure if that was going to happen or not. Dan Stevens ended up winning the prize. So in this one, because associated doesn't make a kit, Dan Stevens is going to get a reedy speaking shoulder motor combo. Nice. Of his choice. No, it's it's one of their 3300 kits or something with an 800Z or something like that. It's all right. Yeah. I'm trying to go back and, and look at who won the, the two-wheel drive kits for Expert. Might have been Jackson Anderson winning that one. And then who was the other guy? I got to go back and look. Didn't uh, Josh? Tyler Fleming. I think he won the other okay. kit. I think that's who it is. Or Josh who? Uh, mod two-wheel drive buggy. 10th place was Ken Peterson and ninth place was Owen Vanderbeek. So those, especially those last, uh, two runs, he got a 90, 91. He made the a main in one of them, didn't he? Last round, he made the a main. He got the ball. Yeah, yep. So Owen Vanderbeek, eighth place was Mitchell Pavel. Seventh was Derek Wood. Derek and Aiden were tied for sixth and seventh. And Derek had a 90. 
to Aiden's 91. Hmm. So no crazy ties. The throwout score did what it was supposed to. So Aiden finished sixth. Drew Rubin King finished fifth. You finished fourth, uh, two points ahead of Drew and two points behind Ethan Dallaire, whose third place finish uh, secured him that third spot behind Alex Vanderbeek and Tom Rinnernecht, who were tied with 499 points. And that 92 in round three really killed him, Tom. So Alex never got anything less than third place all season long. And that's why consistency is so important with these point series. Oh, yeah. I've always thought I was a pretty good points racer. Yeah. Honestly, that's how I went all those years. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I won, I won mod buggy from 2012 to 2016 and I never, I, a lot of, it wasn't super dominating the whole time. It was just, I would finish, yeah. I would knock out a TQ and a win every once in a while. And then I'd finish first or I'd finish second, you know, like the whole time mm-hmm. until, till 2017 when I finished like eighth, every single round I had will luck that year. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Uh, so there was, uh, there was 14 different racers uh, eligible for the kit. And Patrick Mitrovics, uh won the kit. Yeah. And he finished last. He finished 16th. So when I tell people that, you know, even if you don't, you know, win or you do well, you still have a shot at get a $300 kit at the end. And that's exactly what happened to Patrick. I think that everybody, like, we didn't have to redraw at all. Like, everybody won a kit on the first you know what I mean? Like, like a sponsored driver wins a kit and well, they're like, oh, I'll just redraw or whatever. <laughs> here in Did mod, Yeah, here in mod, I, I drew Mac Vanderbeek. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> but he's like, I thought I wasn't in it. I'm like, oh, nope, you're not. And I threw the thing away and I redrew it. So. Huh. That's funny. <laughs> but yeah, he did that yeah, before. Yeah. Mac's done that before where he's won a kid and been like, no, 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 no. Give it to somebody else. Yeah, redraw. Yeah. And, uh, uh, but no, like other than that one instance, I guess. Yeah. Uh, everybody oh, yeah. One kits that yep. like, could use them or would use them. Definitely. You know? And that's what, like you want a kit. I, I'd never just sell a kit or try to trade it or something like that. Like if I wasn't a, a sponsored driver or if it wasn't my brand or whatever, I would at least try it. Yeah. You know, I've done that. When I won that techno kit, I found a buyer for it right away. But it basically, it, but it, it paid for my weekend though. So, I mean, you know, yeah. What are you going to, what are you going to do? All right. Mod four wheel drive, Grady Ashton and Philip Hoke. This is the one that was funny. They tied their first tiebreaker was not there because they didn't make the first round. Their second tiebreaker was, it did come down to the second tiebreaker. Philip had an 83 and Grady, his lowest score, next lowest score was an 85. So the computer, the lifetime points doesn't uh, look past that first tiebreaker. So I, I flipped them. So Philip finished 10th and Grady Ashton finished ninth. Dan Gangler finished eighth. Mitchell Pavel seventh. Ethan Dallaire finished sixth. Drew Rubin King was fifth. Aiden Olson was fourth. Derek Wood finished third. And uh, Alex was a distant second behind Tom Rinnernecht. Tom had this thing locked up in round five. Tom TQ'd and won four rounds. TQ'd and got third the first round and and uh, finished. Oh, and he won the last round without getting a TQ. So pretty dominating performance there. Drew Rubin King won the four-wheel drive kit. The other one. Oh, okay. So that's pretty cool. He's going to get a fresh kit. Yeah. And uh, 
finally Plex Beck. So I love giving Plex Beck kids awards because for some of them, it's the first award they've gotten their entire lives. And it's always special. I remember my first award I ever got in RC. Yeah. And I coveted that trophy for a very long period of time. Sawyer Haley finished ninth. Dan Noonan finished eighth. Eli Vanderbeek finished seventh. Josh Ryan finished sixth. Grayson Stevie, I got a top five. Grant Noonan finished one point ahead of Grayson. Those two are going to grow up together racing each other. They're both pretty much the same age. Daniel Bender finished third overall. Brady Papanow finished second. And uh, Jana Peevler had this thing locked up uh, the last round. She dominated. She never lost a race. And she TQ'd four out of the five. That's pretty awesome. Welcome to the big show, Jana. Uh, so if you go back and look at the, uh, at the kits, Jake Wilkening won a kit. And I think that was for short course. And since uh, Team Associated didn't have any short course trucks, uh, they just sent another car. So he got a B62. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. Uh, TJ Williams won a brand new stadium truck for, for stadium truck. I believe Jackson got the expert buggy, uh, two wheel drive buggy drawing. Tyler Fleming got his buggy. I believe it was for independent. He got that drawing. And then Patrick Mitrovic's got the mod two wheel. And then Josh Ryan got the buggy for Plexbeck. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then it was uh, Drew Rubin King and uh, Derek Noonan got the two four wheelers. Think about that for a second. We've been doing this since 2005. I've given away a kit for every class since 2005. Yeah, it's uh, pretty uh, bad to the bone. That's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. I mean, it's a lot of uh, giving back. You well, know? yeah, it helps that Team Associated is 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 on board with us. I, I feel like you know Tracy Howard's always super easy to talk to. Oh yeah. When I'm talking about sponsorship stuff. It's always like, what can I do for you? Yeah. What do you need? Yep. You know? So I think I don't want to sound too, I hope this doesn't sound arrogant in any way, but in a matter of speaking, I mean, it should be that way. I hope it's, I hope it's that way for other places too, but for the Hobbyplex, we're a major part of, I hope now we're a major part of RC car racing in general, but also the shop is a top tier shop. So it should, it should be easy to talk to people about, about sponsorship stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. because we're not like, you know, Bob's backyard barbecue track or the hobby town, hobby plex, you know? Right. Exactly. I think that's all you though. I mean, we're mostly, you have a lot to do with it. Yeah. Some people don't. Well, so like, you know, you're always up there working and you and Tim making sure things are organized and where they should be ordering the cool product and, the news comes out, you try it and like, no, this is awesome. We should use this. You know? Yeah. Um, so sometimes I don't think people realize that how, how involved you are, you know, if it, would, if it wasn't for you and, uh, Ken, like we wouldn't have this place. I know, you know, I don't, uh, and we wouldn't have this series. I feel weird accepting a lot of accolades though for that stuff. Yeah. I'm trying to be, I try to be humble. Like that's one thing that I'm, that I'm always I'm impressed by like sponsor drivers. If you're a humble sponsor driver and you don't think that you're, you're one of those guys that goes out in marshals and like you, if it, you know, if somebody comes and asks you something, you're willing to take the time to do it. 
you know, if, if somebody needs help at the track, you know, like, like you said at that, the one hobby Haven race that we went to when we were talking last night, you know, how we stayed yeah. behind and, and helped, you know, get the track prepped and everything like that. I think, I think staying humble is very important. Otherwise I think it's easy to lose people. People won't want to come yeah, around no, if I, you're just, you know? Yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah. No, I can't remember who, I think it was Charlie who was running the track at that time. And he's like, I need help with the, or no, you're showing him stuff on the scoring computer. And, um, I was, I was like, well, what needs done with the track? And he told me, and I just went out and worked on the track for like two hours. Well, you guys are working on the computer stuff. Yeah. So. But yeah, We're no, I, I appreciate it when people say stuff um, and they thank me. I'm, I'm definitely appreciate it. Cause the other thing too, is like, if you would have told me 20 years ago, you know, cause I, I started working for the Plex in 2004 and I haven't even done anything with the track in Lincoln then. But if you had told me that this would be my job now, I'd be like, no way I get to do that. Yeah. You know, get out of here. Mm-hmm. So. And the way I look at it and I try to be as helpful as possible, or at least like, you know, run the, help you run the races when you need me to, or marshal or help a guy with needs a, you know, transponder hole. I even have body clips in my, in my, like a little container in my like little toolbox. So like sitting right next to my reamer. <laughs> so if somebody needs a transponder hole done, then I have a body clip for them. Yep. You know, it's kind of my, my job as a sponsored driver to help people. Yeah. But the way I look at it is you're, you're busy with the track and stuff. And if I can fill in or, you know, answer questions or build a diff for somebody or know what I'm doing with shocks or my car. I mean, it's all stuff that you don't have to do. So you can work on the track Yeah. or you can do your side without getting hammered with a bunch of questions. Yeah. You know, but at least that's where I try to add value. Well, we wrapped up another one with no major controversy. That's what I'm happy about. No crazy ties. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody was uh, complaining or nope. you know, that I know of. Yep. No, it was a, uh, very positive. Like I said, on the driver's meeting again, you know, we have such a positive atmosphere right now. It makes me glad to go to work sometimes, you know, now instead of dreading, you know, going to work, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, and that's called because of the racers that show up. So that's good. I'm already looking forward to next year. Me too. <laughs> Real quick before we go, I do have the dates for next year's summer series on the team associated summer series, Facebook page there, you know, there won't be an official flyer until next year, but I do have the dates out there. So hopefully next year we'll be back to normal starting our first one in in May and finishing in September. And then I just got word that our spring race, which is normally the, the last couple of years has been the Hobbyplex off-road 110 scale championships should be the ProTech RC one-tenth off-road championships. Awesome. Unless something weird happens, but I, I don't foresee that happening. I think that's going to be finally a, a thing. So I'm excited for it. Can we announce our February race yet? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Hopefully All soon. Right. I'm, I'm hopefully it's very, very soon. I'm waiting for the uh, official word to come out. Yeah. Okay. But when it does, that one is going to be an RC signup and you'll have to pay online to lock a place. So we haven't done that in a while, but, but because I'm afraid, you know, Hey, we only have a certain number of pit spots. So I got to shut her down, you know, at some point. So I think, I think we're going to have a ton of people, especially with the, 
the people have been coming in and uh, from all over and sampling the track mm-hmm. uh, this season. I think that everybody overall that's come in from out of town uh, has had a good experience. So yeah, hopefully they come back. Yeah, and I got a track design all all set up, and uh, mm-hmm. hopefully it's it won't suck. So <laughs> it won't. <laughs> Should be really good. All right, we better go. All right. All right. Well, good job this weekend. Thanks. Getting that top five and getting that fourth spot overall. Yeah. Even if I like, even if Ethan finished fourth, he said, or yeah, behind me in the last main, it still would have been enough to push it. He would have had to finish like fifth and we finished third. Yeah. Yep. It was tight. That kid definitely didn't did what he needed to do. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Oh Yeah. Uh, we can't forget about uh, Pivot Lending. As always, uh, make sure you get you guys go out there and find Pivot Lending Group. You can find them at pivotlending.com. And uh, make sure you mention the show if you're in the, in the uh, market for a home loan or refinance. And uh, make sure you mention the show because you can get $500 lender credit or 0.125 off your interest rate. And uh, they've been sponsoring us now since January. So we're able to do this weekly even when we don't have anything to say. We've been able to get that in. So... Um, <laughs> So yeah, make sure you uh, keep supporting them. And then uh, if you're in a home loan or refinance market at all, only go to them. That's the Hobby Plex Show rule. All right, man. Well, I'll see you. Uh, I'll see you later. See you guys on flip flop. Yep. Yeah.